Would you join me in a word of prayer? Gracious Heavenly Father, as we prepare for your coming, we pray for a rich measure of the Holy Spirit, that those gifts that you entrust to us, that we use them wisely to further up the kingdom, to spread the good news so that others may come to know you as their Lord and Savior. In your name we pray, amen. God calls us to do good works and to serve him. Though we daily stumble in doing this, we take comfort in knowing that it's not our works that determine salvation. Our salvation, salvation depends only on the grace and the love of God. And it is a gift that he gives to us. In Matthew 25, last week, and the reading today, and the reading next week, we have three separate stories that talks about the end times. Last week, it was the, um, the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. Today, we're going to look at the story of the talents, and then next week, we look at judgment, the separation of the sheep and the goats. But I think in all three of these, the common theme is the same, to prepare, to use what God has entrusted to you, not for yourselves, but for building up the body of Christ. And as we wait for his return, we continue to carry on his work. You know, the only preparations that scripture speaks of in the parable of the talents that we hear today are financial. The man entrusted his property to his servants so that they would take care of it, that they would improve it in his absence. He gave them different amounts, and it says each according to their ability. He knew which servants could handle the responsibility and to use the money wisely. Even the servant who failed in his responsibility had the ability to succeed. We're not told what the first two servants did with the money that was entrusted to them. Whatever it was, they were successful. When the master returned, they had doubled the money that was given to them. The third servant, however, did not invest the money. He buried it. He kept it safe. It was safe. And he did not use it to improve someone else's life or even tried to earn interest with it. 
it's easy to focus on the failure of that third servant, right? But think about this. Overall, the master's plan was a success. He began with eight talents, and he ended up with 15. All of his servants had the ability to succeed. One failed, but the other two were faithful and successful. He not only had more money, but he had servants who had shown themselves to be faithful. Our God has entrusted us with so much. He has given us the gift of faith. He gives us all that we have and all that we are. He gives us spiritual gifts, all of our different abilities and talents. He gives us opportunities to serve him. As in the parable, he expects us to use these talents and gifts. We're not to keep them for ourselves, but to use them in service to him. In the parable, the master acted first. Think about that. The master acted first. He chose the servants, and then he gave them the money. Later, he rewarded them for their service. But they could have not done any of this without his gifts and his trust. Our Christian life is similar. God has done everything for us. Most of all, he has saved us through his son's death and resurrection while we were helpless sinners. He has freely given us, given us these gifts and he empowers us to use those gifts to serve him. Do you see the theme already here? Giving us the gifts and in turn to use them to serve others. Why is that? Well, if we're talking these last, this last Sunday and this Sunday, next Sunday, if we're talking about the end of the world, talking about his return, one thing has to jump to mind, and that is Jesus desires all to be saved and to come to the knowledge of him. One of those ways that opens doors to unbelievers 
is to use our gifts and our talents and our abilities to serve and to help others, thereby hopefully opening a door to a conversation about the hope. Remember, St. Paul tells us is that we should always be ready to tell of the hope that we have within us. And what is that hope? That hope is eternal life with Christ, with God. And so empowered by the Holy Spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit who empowers us then to use these gifts that he has given to us. It may seem easy to hide these gifts among us, to make excuses, well, I don't really have a gift. Let me tell you, God has blessed all of us with different gifts and abilities. We may not all be carpenters or great photographers, but we all have a gift. And it is God's will that we use them in service to him. He will aid us and he will bless our efforts and he will make us good and faithful. You know, one of the refrains that we, we heard in this, um, this story is, well done, good and faithful servant. It's not that the servant went out and had the five talents and he came back with five more and he was bragging, look, I made you five more. Or the two, I made you two more. No. It's that the servant took what was entrusted to him, faithfully used it in service to him. And then that's why we hear, well done, good and faithful servant. The Lord's going to return someday. Probably with the, we're thinking what's going on in the world today. Maybe we're praying it comes tonight or tomorrow. I remember saying that, oh, a few years ago. And I remember oh, good old Hazel Erdman. For some of you know Hazel. And I remember her saying once, Pastor, I want him return, but it better be after Thanksgiving because all of that work getting the turkey ready That's Hazel. So let us use all of our gifts and our abilities to share that love, to spread the word, to faithfully carry out his command so that we can hear those blessed words, well done, good and faithful servant. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We rise.